We want to welcome everybody here tonight. Just so good to be in the Lord's house, and we thank God for this day that God's given us and blessing us to be back here tonight, and we just thank the Lord. And glad to have every person that's here and every visitor. We thank the Lord for you, and we're especially glad uh, to have our preaching brother, Brother Clint, with us and his wife, Duper. Uh, we thank the Lord for these folks and uh, just blessed our hearts when we saw them come in. Thank the Lord they're here. I uh, want to read one verse uh, from Revelations 19 and 5. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And so uh, everybody, no matter who you are, uh, what your circumstances is, if you trust the Lord, uh, you can praise him. Let's all stand for just a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be in your house tonight, Lord. God, thank you for just blessing us to what we can already feel, just uh, excitement, the joy of being here in your presence. <clears throat> God, we pray for this service that you just bless it, and uh, we ask you to help us to get in the center of your will, that we can have a, a service that we can worship you in spirit and in truth. And uh, God, we would pray that you speak to the hearts of those that are in need spiritually, especially the lost and even those that are out of fellowship. God, just help us to have a, a hallelujah meeting tonight. We ask it in Jesus' name, and amen. Y'all may be seated. We turn the search over to the choir. Page 201. Page 
Thank you. 
bad feeling tonight. <laughs> it's good to be in the Lord's house tonight. Uh, thankful we got a place to go, Terry, and uh, get out of the world for a little while. Uh, and thankful we got a place to go where we feel the Lord. Uh, you don't get that everywhere you go. We was talking about this about this morning in Sunday school. Uh, but I'm thankful uh, that we got a place to go, get out of the world. Uh, and so we ask everybody to stand to their feet. Anybody with an unspoken request this evening? Remember all of them. Anybody with a spoken? If not, why well, brother Sean Hendrickson leaves him.
read a little scripture here I got on my heart if I can uh, find it. I and uh, it'll be in uh, Ruth chapter 1 in the 20th verse and it says and she said unto them call me not Naomi uh, call me Mara for the Almighty hath dealt uh, very bitterly with me I went out full and the Lord hath brought me home again empty why then ye call me Naomi saying the Lord hath testified against me and the Almighty hath afflicted me. But listen to this. It said, So Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her, which returned out of the country of Moab, and they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of the barley harvest. Well, she, uh, she left home full, or left home full, and the Lord brought her back again empty. Uh, he brought her home empty, but the, the good part about what I just read, it was the beginning of the barley harvest. Uh, I'm here to tell you this evening, you might have went out of here full and you strayed away. Or I don't know your situation, uh, but the Lord, it's harvest time this evening. And you can get back in and get right in in the harvest. So uh, I'm thankful to be here this evening. Has anybody got a song or testimony on their heart? Anybody at all? Don't want to tarry too long. Nobody's got anything, but I'll turn it over to my good pastor. Amen. I appreciate feeling the Lord. I appreciate the songs we've had, and I appreciate that opening up. I yeah. I appreciate the Levi, and I got on my heart to ask him, and I thought, I thought, I imagine the Lord's already got his attention. He already had ideas. I was going to ask him. I was glad it worked like that. So let me ask one more time. Anybody got a song that's really stirring your heart? If you do, you're still welcome to sing. If not, I want you to pray and pray and pray and just, just lift this preacher up and get behind him and pray and ask God to help him and and. Pray for, pray for the preacher, pray for the lost, pray for them that's out of fellowship. God knows our need tonight, and he can sure answer it. So, Brother Clint, come on. It's uh, good to be here tonight. And... Uh, there's no better place to be than the Lord's house. And uh, appreciate uh, Levi opening up. I thought he's up here, me and him and a few others here is the only ones that don't have some type of accent. <laughs> so, uh, this sounds like home to me. Uh, but uh, glad to be at Lima again. And uh, we certainly desire your prayers. And uh, this morning uh, we went through a story in the Bible that it took several hundred years 
uh, to take place. Uh, and no doubt, maybe a lot of the men and, and nations involved in it may have forgotten, uh, but the Lord didn't forget. And so today, uh, uh, if the Lord, if I'll just be honest, I've had several thoughts maybe go through my mind as, a, as I came driving over here and as I sat there. And uh, just pray that the Lord may organize them into something uh, that can be a help to you. Because I can't do it without him. I can't do it without the church. Uh, but uh, my thought was on Joseph. And, uh, of course, Joseph was one of the children of Israel. And uh, he was the eldest son of Rachel. And Rachel being the one who was barren for many years. But she was the apple in that of uh, she was the apple and that of uh, Jacob's eye and so uh, Rachel died uh, after uh, in that having uh, Benjamin and uh, so uh, those sons had a special place in his heart and so uh, but Joseph, uh, he had uh, he had a gift, and uh, his gift uh, was to interpret dreams. And uh, this gift uh, was something that uh, his brothers. And I'm talking about his natural brothers. We know he had eleven brothers, and. Uh, we know that those ten older ones, they honestly hated him for his gift. We just put it bluntly. They didn't, his ten older brothers did not like him. And uh, uh, it, it come to a point of where that they threw him in a pit. And I believe if it hadn't have been for Reuben, they would have killed him. I believe that was the oldest of all of them was Reuben. Uh, but he intervened on his behalf. Said, this is our brother. Let's not kill him. Uh, but they sold him into slavery uh, to a group that was traveling through. And uh, there's several steps there, but uh, those steps led to him, uh, brother, and I think, if I'm remembering right, and uh, uh, I believe he was about 17 when this happened. Best I recollect, that's what he was. Uh, but uh, he made his way through slavery uh, into Egypt. And uh, uh, while he was in Egypt, uh, he still didn't lose that gift that the Lord had given him. Uh, he could still interpret those dreams uh, that uh, the Lord had given him. And uh, brother, I want to tell you, he got down there in a prison after Potiphar's wife lied on him. 
and uh, Brother they was a baker and a butler down there and uh, Brother they was and, and I always get it confused which is which but uh, they ha- each had the dream and uh, Brother one of them he said you're going to die and the other one he said you're going to be restored and uh, that one that uh, was going to be restored he said I only ask one thing of you is that uh, you plead to Pharaoh on my behalf and uh, so uh, uh, it came about that uh, the one he uh, was restored and uh, brother uh, it wasn't long before Pharaoh began to be troubled by dreams of his own and uh, brother I want to tell you uh, brother he began to be burdened down with them and there was none of those Egyptians there that could tell him about that dream. Uh, Terry, they couldn't tell him anything about it because it wasn't of their gods. Uh, but it was of the God of Israel. Uh, and so, uh, uh, brother, uh, uh, here you have, uh, uh, brother, then, uh, brother, that, and he said, oh, wait just a minute. Uh, there's one down there in prison. Uh, I had a dream, uh, and he was able to tell me everything about that dream. Uh, and so, uh, uh, Pharaoh brought him up there out of prison. Uh, and brother, uh, uh, Pharaoh said, uh, here is my dream. Uh, and brother, uh, one was, uh, uh, brother, I see uh, seven fat cattle. Uh, and brother said, I see seven lean uh, cattle come up after them uh, and devour the fat cattle. And uh, brother, I see seven full ears of corn. And uh, brother, uh, I see uh, uh, brother, uh, uh, brother, Years of course, seven years of corn come up after them. Uh, and uh, brother, uh, that were, I believe it said they were blasted. Uh, uh, brother, and it said uh, that those, uh, brother, seven, uh, uh, brother, blasted ears they consumed. Uh, uh, brother, and after seven full ears. Uh, and don't get me wrong, uh, what they call corn uh, in the King James Version of the Bible uh, is not corn, yellow corn out here in the field. Uh, why? Uh, it was written in 1611. Uh, uh, brother, New World and maize hadn't even been discovered yet. Uh, uh, so uh, it was barley like uh, Levi read about uh, and oats and wheat Right, uh, uh, but still, uh, it was grain that they was talking about. Uh, uh, but Joseph came up there, uh, and he said, uh, "Well, here's how it is, Pharaoh." Uh, he said, "You're gonna have uh, seven good years of harvest. Uh, he's gonna be seven bountiful years, uh, uh, brother." And after that, uh, said they's going to be. Uh, uh, brother, seven years uh, in that uh, of famine in the land. Uh, now, uh, no doubt to Pharaoh's ears, uh, this was 
some bad news. Ha, ha, brother, you lead a nation of people. Ha, ha, brother, if you've got any heart for that people at all, ha, you don't want them to suffer. Ha, you want your nation to prosper. Ha, and you want it to do well. Ha, and no doubt, ha, brother, he heard. Ha, brother about the bad years coming and it concerned him but brother listen here I'm glad that Joseph didn't just tell him the bad news but Joseph had a remedy to take care of it he said Pharaoh brother you go during those bountiful years and you buy up just as much grain as you can brother and you bring it into the storehouses and brother you fill them as full as you can get them well I'm glad today that brother we've got a full storehouse I'm glad what God's given us it don't ever run dry but brother and it don't ever go bad uh, so brother Pharaoh uh, said alright uh, I'm putting you in charge of it uh, and so Joseph went from prisoner uh, I believe he was the third in the kingdom uh, uh, brother and uh, that under Pharaoh uh, and so uh, uh, brother he began uh, and no doubt with this authority uh, uh, brother there was a lot of money there he was handling uh, uh, but brother he was faithful in everything that he did uh, and so he bought the grain uh, and he filled the storehouses full but brother just like the dream that Pharaoh had dreamt the famine had come I want to tell you there's some dry times in this country there's some times where you got to go back and get a little bit of that that the Lord's given you before and make you a meal out of that and so it came huh, that huh, that huh, brother famine didn't just hit the Egyptians, huh, but it hit back home. Huh. Now we're talking about years down the road, huh, and uh, brother, I hadn't sat down. Huh, Maybe in, and, and maybe in the Bible there's enough ages you can figure it out I don't know I hadn't looked at that uh, but we know at least uh, uh, brother seven years had passed uh, and I don't know how many years uh, uh, brother Joseph had been down there uh, uh, but brother uh, several years had passed uh, and brother I want to tell you uh, I think about Israel uh, who we also call Jacob but God changed him from a Jacob to a Israel he changed him from a scoundrel to a prince and so old Jacob was down there and brother that coat of many colors brother that he had made for Joseph brother them brothers had dipped it in a little sheep blood and brought it back to him. Well, there's a great message in that, Terry. But brother, I'm glad 
Uh, brother in that uh, I'm covered in the sheep's blood uh, uh, brother I'm glad it stands good for me today uh, and I'm not talking about uh, these sheep they show down here at the Allen County Fire uh, I'm talking about the Lamb of God uh, that's the one I'm covered by uh, uh, but anyway uh, so uh, no doubt Israel had a lot of grief in that uh, and so times got hard. <laughs> times got hard. <laughs> and he said, we hear there's grain in Egypt. <laughs> Go down there and buy some of it. <laughs> brother, they took and gathered their money up. <laughs> and brother, <laughs> they went down there to Egypt. <laughs> All of them except Benjamin <laughs> and Israel. He said, I've already lost Joseph. <laughs> I ain't going to be grieved to my... Uh, 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 youngest son huh. uh, brother huh. we know how the baby is in the family huh. uh, it's precious to his heart huh. and so those ten that sent him down into Egypt huh, was the ones that went down there to sing huh. and so huh, they were down there huh. and brother they met with their own brother huh. but they didn't even know him huh. They met with Joseph, huh, but they didn't even know him. Huh, but I want to tell you what, huh, Joseph knew them. Huh, I want to tell you today, huh, we might forget God, huh, but he don't ever forget us. Huh, and so Joseph had to go hide his face for just a little while. Huh, and brother, I want to tell you, huh, because he wanted to weep in front of them. He wanted to embrace them. But he knew it was not the time. Brother, there's a time to embrace. And there's a time to refrain from embracing. Now this was the very brothers who had sold him into slavery. And who that nine out of the ten wanted to kill him off of the bat. Uh, but he loved them anyway. Uh, I'm glad that's only the love of God, Terry Brock, uh, that he puts down in a man, uh, that he can forgive those, uh, uh, brother, that's betrayed him. Just like the Lord. Brother, even though Peter denied him thrice, he still loved Peter. Uh, brother, I think a lot of people that get on old Peter. I want to tell you, he's the only one of my red that walked on the water with him. <laughs> Why? Because he is willing to step out there and go anyway. <laughs> so there's a lot to be said about Peter. <laughs> Peter ain't a whole lot different from me. <laughs> these days I'll cut and run. <laughs> and these days I can stand bold as a lion. <laughs> but I found it takes the Spirit of God <laughs> to be able to do anything for him. <laughs> but we want to get back, <laughs> brother, to Joseph. So Joseph come out there to him, and I believe the Bible said he spoke rough with them. You can kind of imagine how it was. They was probably people from all nations coming through there. And brother, so brother, he spoke real rough with them. Brother, he sold them the grain that they asked for. And he got, brother, the price for it. But then he handed what he took from them. 
said, stick this back in the top of their bags. <laughs> Brother, send this back with them. <laughs> and so <laughs> here they went. <laughs> Brother, back up where they were. <laughs> Israel was at. <laughs> and Brother, <laughs> they opened everything up. <laughs> and Brother, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> they saw that and they was like, oh no. <laughs> What's happened here? <laughs> wow, we had paid this away for this grain. This was the fee for it. And they're going to accuse us of stealing. They're going to accuse us of that. And Israel, he got concerned. Israel was a whole lot different from Jacob. If Jacob would have found that that uh, a payment in the top of them bags he had a snickered a little bit and said I got them that time now, that's the way Jacob was that's the way he did his brother that's the way he did Laban that was the nature of Jacob but Israel and this is the same man I'm talking about he had a completely different nature about him because he had been changed. I want to tell you, if you're saved by the grace of God, you ought to have a different nature about you than you had when you were lost. That's another whole different message right there we don't want to get into. But it concerned Israel real bad. And he said, we need to make this right. And they said, well... Yeah, we can do that, but Benjamin's got to go with us the next time. He said, if your other brother don't come, don't come back. That's just putting it in my words. And so it grieved Israel again. He said, I've already lost Joseph. Brother, how can I stand it, brother, to lose Benjamin? But he said, we got to go. I want to tell you, when the grub starts running out, you've got to go. And no doubt, brother, many of you here can trace your lineage back. And there's a few of you, some of the original transplants. Brother, things got rough down there in my part of the world. And you had to come up here to find a job, to buy groceries and to buy a house and to get the things you needed to live. Because there wasn't an economy down there that would hold everybody up that was where Israel's family was at so it got down to a point father we gotta go we gotta have more they said okay he relented take Benjamin down there with you <laughs> and brother they went down there <laughs> And brother, so it happened again. <laughs> and brother, they took him into custody that time. Uh, but uh, Joseph, he couldn't contain himself anymore. <laughs> he broke down in front of them and he said, What you meant for evil, God used it for good. <laughs> that he sent me down here. <laughs> Brother, to prepare a way that our household might be saved. Brother, I'm glad that God 
sent his only begotten son down here to prepare a way of salvation for us. That was a natural salvation that Joseph brought to his own family. But brother, I want to tell you down through that bloodline, brother, God brought a savior out of it. That's the savior of the whole world. So what happened? Brother, they took... He said, the rest of you go back. And brother, you get dad. I'm just putting it in my words. And brother, I want him down here with me. And so, brother, it wound up that the whole house of Israel went down into Egypt. And brother, I want to tell you, brother, when brother Israel got there, Pharaoh wanted to speak to Israel. Now you think about this. Here's this little pitiful band of about 75 people comes into what at the time was the greatest nation on the earth. And the leader of that nation said, I want to speak to you. Now I want to tell you, Brother, when God comes to us, and brother, he says, I want to speak to you. Brother, we've got to answer that call. So Israel answered the call of Pharaoh. And here was the answer that he gave to him. And I've thought about this answer a lot. He said, I'm 130 years old. He said, few and evil have been the days of my pilgrimage. (laughs) Brother, I want to tell you, I don't care how old you live to be in this life. I believe we can give the same report that Israel gave. that few and evil have been the days of my pilgrimage. That a man born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. You might say, preacher, you don't know my trouble. No, I don't know yours, but I know mine. And I know I have to contend with it. But brother, we can bear one another's burdens. But every man will have to bear his own burden. We can't just throw it down on the church and walk off. We've got to continue to carry it. And so, basically the way it went to survive, Israel had to sell his whole whole family into slavery just to live. They became slaves down there to them Egyptians. But God didn't forget them. God did not forget them. Here's my last little thought. Joseph knew the prophecy. About 430 years later, they'd leave that country. And his instructions were, don't you leave my bones in Egypt. Brother, I'm glad today that when they went out of there, Brother, with a high hand, and they had looted the Egyptians. And brother, we're ready to cross that Red Sea together. Old Joseph's bones was right there with them. And brother, I tell you, brother, they took them over into that promised land. And brother, there was a burying place there for them. 
Brother, I want to tell you today, we're leaving this country one of these days. And brother, I don't want to be left here. Back a few years ago, there was some racket uh, they called it left behind. Huh. I want to tell you, the Lord don't leave nobody behind. Huh. I ain't found nowhere in the scriptures he's ever left a one of his behind. Huh. Brother, I'm going home after a while. Huh. And brother, huh, what? Huh, brother came of Joseph. Huh. You might say, well, I don't ever read about the tribe of Joseph. Huh. Well, there's a reason for that. Uh, because Reuben had defiled his birthright. Uh, brother, uh, uh, Jacob, uh, Israel gave that birthright to Joseph. Uh, and brother, and under that Levitical law, uh, the one with the birthright got that double portion. Uh, that's why we read about Manasseh. Uh, that's why we read about Ephraim. Uh, the sons and out of Joseph, uh, who each got an equal portion to the rest of those heirs. And so... Uh, I know that's a whole lot of talking about a whole lot of things. <laughs> but brother, I'm glad that even though, think about that, brother, from the time Joseph went down into Egypt till they brought them bones out of there, it's probably close to 500 years. But I want to tell you, the Lord didn't forget about him. Israel didn't forget about him. Brother, them people, what happened to them while they was down there? That little pitiful band of 75 people became greater than the whole nation of Egypt to the point of where Pharaoh was afraid of them. But I tell you, Pharaoh was afraid of the wrong thing. He shouldn't have been afraid of the children of Israel. He should have feared their God but I don't find where he ever did. All I find it said he stiffened his neck. He hardened his heart. He continued to oppress them. Brother, until the Lord brought them out with a high hand. I'm glad today we're going to leave this world with a high hand. We're going to leave here with a shout one of these days. Brother, I tell you, they left together. We're leaving together. We ain't slipping across the Red Sea one at a time. Amen. Brother, he's taking us all home yeah. together. Amen. Ain't you glad of that today Amen. to forever be with the Lord? So that's our little thought. I hope I ain't drug you too far around all over the place. I know it's a long story, but it's a story worth telling. Amen. I won't tell you there's some stories worth telling. And we ought to make the effort to tell them so that our young generations, they'll know why they believe what they believe. And they'll know the struggle that those forefathers went through to get us to where we're at today. That's important. I, I don't feel like any invitation myself, uh, uh, but I just hope that's a help to you. That we've got a God that only God why, they wasn't nobody alive from Joseph's time to when his bones went out. But they still went out. They still went out. So, ain't you glad? Man might forget us. God never will. I'm going to turn it over to your good pastor.
Amen. I thank the Lord for preaching. I, I do feel like making an invitation. We're going to get everybody to stand up. And let me say a few words before we sing. Think about what Brother Clint's preached. Well, I appreciate that message. I thank the Lord for it. God knows everything. God has plans for everything. We can't see all the way down the road. Sometimes we, we don't know when we're going to be on the mountain, and we certainly don't know when we're going to be in the valley. We don't know when hard times are coming. God knows. God's got it fixed. God's got a way. And what Brother Clint preached tonight, when God speaks to you, it's up to you to answer. It's your responsibility to answer. Now, if you're here tonight and you're lost, God's got things fixed for you for a way for you to go to heaven. He preached about that. If you're here tonight and you've been saved by God's grace, God's got a plan and a route for your life. Are you following that route that God's got laid out for you? You know, uh, a lot of things, Joseph, no doubt, couldn't see way down the road what was going to happen. Those times he must have felt like, well, I, I've just had it. It's just hopeless. It's helpless. But he followed God by faith, and God gave him victory. There's victory in Jesus tonight. And so while we sing this song, if you're here and there's a spiritual need in your life and God's calling you, if you need to come pray, come. Obey the Lord tonight. God knows every need. That's good preaching. I thank the Lord for it. If you're here tonight and God's speaking and calling to you, take advantage of the opportunity. Take advantage of the time and opportunity that God gives you. Obey the Lord. Come if he's calling. Obey the Lord. It doesn't matter what a lot of things have been in the past. Certain things happen, some things we don't like, some things we do. But when God's calling you in the right now of time, Jesus said, now's the day of salvation. Now's the acceptable time. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. So, so if you feel that need tonight, if you're here and you've never been born again, and you feel that, obey the Lord. If you'd like to come and pray, come. Nobody's going to pick on you. Nobody's going to high pressure you. God loves you. He gave his son for you. And he calls to you. Obey him. Would they be to come? Please obey the Lord. I believe somebody could come. I feel like God wanted an invitation made. I'm honored to make it. I appreciate that preaching. If you're hearing God's calling, please come. Oh, Lamb of God, I come. Amen. Appreciate that. Uh, I want to say this to you, too. I appreciate the message. And uh, I appreciate the territory that uh, God blessed Brother Clint to cover in the message. And, and I thought of this as I was getting ready to get up when he was closing out. I thought if you're here and maybe you've just got to a spot where you're just not reading your Bible very much, it's easy to get to a spot like that. Well, we need to read our Bibles. It's important to read our Bibles. But, it, but life is so busy and there's so much going on and there's so many distractions. It's easy to kind of just lay your Bible up and say, well, I... I'll get to that later. <laughs> I've been there and done that. But let me encourage you.
think about the message that was preached and all the interesting information uh, that went into that message. If you're here tonight and you've not been reading your Bible, I have a suggestion for you. Get your Bible down and find uh, the territory in the Bible where this message is and start reading it. And read it. And I'm telling you what, you can get excited about reading the Bible and uh, uh, you'll be looking forward to having enough time tomorrow to get back into it and read it again. And uh, it'll, it'll, it'll kind of tug at your heartstrings. And uh, it'll, it'll uplift you and it'll bless you. And you'll read things in there and you think, I better read that again. Did that really say that? What did that really mean? And uh, oh, there's so many good things in it. And, and I'll tell you this. I've been reading the Bible a long time. And I still come across stuff in there. And I'm like that. I say, oh, I hadn't noticed that was like that. And so, again, I appreciate uh, Clint and appreciate the message and just encourage you to read your Bible. Anybody got anything on your heart, something you want to say or do? Pray for service Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Pray for service this Sunday. Uh, thank the Lord for the people God's blessed to move lately. And uh, it's just a fraction of those that need to move. We praise God for the ones that's already moved. And uh, we got to get some schedules worked out and things worked out. And we don't have a baptizing date set for those that joined for baptism that had gotten saved. But uh, we'll work that out. That, we, that, that'll take care of itself with God's help and everybody working on it. It'll work out okay. And, uh, but uh, be much in prayer, if nothing else. Time to come to a close. If nothing else, I'm going to ask Brother Lee if he'll pray this dismissal. Amen. <clears throat>